It's the Fate of the Furious this week on No One Likes the Tuna Podcast. I'm Nick Nocera. And I'm Daryl Wong. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, welcome, 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 welcome. Uh, yeah, that's we just watched the eighth installment of um, the Fast and Furious franchise. Daryl, how'd this one hit you? Hmm. After how many years has it been? Uh, I think it's been a, like, three years. Has it been three years since this movie came out? I don't think so. I think it's two and more a half. like two and a half. Yeah. yeah. Two, yeah. Uh, it says 2017. So, yeah. Yeah, like two and a half. Two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. I, had a, I had a nice watch. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I had a, I've, I've set up a nice sort of pace over the weekend here where mm-hmm. first thing I do in the uh, on Saturday morning is I wake up early. It's like I'm up at probably Ooh, 7 yeah. o'clock in the morning. Boom. Yeah. Start this movie and some yeah sometime between I'll I'll wrap up around like nine thirty ten or so and it's like it really sets a nice tone for the rest of my weekend. Nice. I mean that that's good for you. <laughs> I don't have that same. I don't have that same experience. You gotta find a rhythm, dude. My I know I know, but I'm like living in a rental house now, and I'm like. I'm out of the city, so I sometimes I like want to drive into the city for the weekend. So like that's my Saturday morning, mm-hmm. you know. Basically, I have experience every weekend of like, oh fuck, when am I going to watch this movie? <laughs> 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 that's basically what I have, you know. I just like have no time to do it, uh-huh. and I like end up watching it at midnight on Saturday, so I can like record with you on Sunday mm-hmm. and fucking. Um, I it's horrible, and I and then I'm staying up too late to watch a fucking stupid movie <laughs> that I don't want to be watching and getting less sleep. Yeah. yeah, my mom's here. She's doing dishes. Oh, up, I was gonna upstairs. say. I was like, I was gonna say, uh, Jen is or not Jen. <laughs> Jess is making some stuff in uh in my kitchen over here. We're making some empanadas for dinner oh, and for yeah. the rest of the week. So I hey, wasn't Jess. sure. What's up, little Jess? Little Jess Gray, shout out. <laughs> Nick you says know? hi. Hi. She says hi back. Sweet. All right. So, what hit you in this uh, Fate of the Furious movie this um, week? I mean, so I really liked. I really, really liked the opening scene in Cuba. Oh my god! Oh my Darryl. god! Uh, and I, I, almost, no. I took it to a point where I needed to write down. I was trying to figure out the no. opening scenes. You didn't like it. I had that extreme opposite experience. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Fast and Furious fan fiction, bro. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. To me, it's a very self-aware sort of opening scene. Oh, oh, sometimes too much so, but at the point, oh, yes, yeah. My relationship with the the series right now is that I was happy to watch it, and mm. oh yeah, he's ripping off the body panels off that no, old clunker. No, 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 no! <laughs> it's so bad. So and he sweet. like drives backwards oh, the whole time. Oh my god! I totally it's forgot about fire. that part. It was so awesome. Um, the fucking. God, it's just horrible, man. And I, first of all, I don't like this cousin they just made up yeah. for five seconds, and then it appears no nowhere else in the franchise or the movie. Mm-hmm. Not into that. Number two, the guy he's like dealing with, like he's like being a dick to the guy. I don't, he's you know Scorpio, what I mean? He's Scorpio too. 
He's Scorpio too, but he's first of all he's not riding nitro meth, so no, he's not Scorpio. Too. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's not like a pussy. Pussy's you know? riding nitro meth. Like, <laughs> and then he's like he, this guy has a simple deal with his. I don't even know what the deal with the cousin was, but it's like you lost your car. You gotta mm-hmm. give me your car. Yeah, that's the deal. And Dom, instead of like holding this dude account- accountable, was like, oh, "I'm gonna raise you for it," you know. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Yeah, there, you. There's one other element, which was that the the guy who's taking the car from his cousin, he's in the business of taking local people's cars and selling them to um, whatever, sell, shipping them to the United States for profit. So he's yeah. he's one of another one of those. He's like, trying to like rob Cuba of its antique culture. Yeah, stealing from mm-hmm. the locals to make a buck. Yeah, I get that. Which is not. I sure. thought Dom was actually pretty lucky they didn't race a quarter mile, because Dom is like any good driver knows. Mm-hmm. It's not about what you got under the hood. It's about who's behind the wheel. You like that kind of vibe? Mm-hmm. But in a quarter mile, I feel like it's extremely definitely about what you got under the hood. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You can only make up so much with uh, strong reflexes. Yeah. Cuban NOS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought it was like lucky he actually had some turns to like maybe gain some ground. And the other guy was a cheater too, so he deserved. Yeah, to he lose. was a cheater. That's true. I don't feel that bad. Mm-hmm. I did see. So I'm working on a movie, uh, or a miniseries right now, and there's this dude on the miniseries who worked on Fast Date. Cool. Uh, yeah, I don't want to blow up his spot, so I'm not gonna say his name or what he did on the movie, but he did work on Fast Eight, and he showed me this video of. The car that goes over the side of the wall, you know, the, in Cuba, mm-hmm. like that stunt where they like the car backs up and it like has it flies off the side. Uh, of it totally, apparently on the day it totally fucked out and failed. Basically, in, in what way? In that it wasn't running, or that it didn't do its single job of flying off into. The it ocean? did not fly off. What? It just like crashed into the wall. They like didn't set up the rig right. Oh. I don't quite know what the fuck happened, but like. Yeah, they didn't set up the rig right. They had, like, one thing. They had a whole helicopter there to, like, film the thing. Oh. <laughs> like, just, like, popped into the wall and fucked up, basically. Oh. Yeah. So then the rest of it is just totally, um, mm-hmm. yeah, totally fabricated. Yeah, that's why you have, like, the shot from the sea, like, where a helicopter would be looking at it, mm-hmm. is, like, completely, the, the car itself is, like, CG'd, spinning over the water, mm-hmm. like flying in the air. So, yeah. yeah, they had to do a little transish, transishy. The thing about these these car graphics is they're so good. I like. I've, I'm still hooked on that uh, that crappy Need for Speed game that I've been playing all week, and just the graphics mm-hmm. are so good. And if they can make that yeah. on my iPhone that I look at uh, ten yeah. inches you're, away from my you're face, into that game. How, oh, how's it yeah. going? That game. I'm still. I'll, I'm happy to report I've spent zero actual dollars on it. But okay, got the update. Good. Many many hours during the day I've spent yeah. at work. Uh, usually not at work. Yeah, but a little like, bit. Maybe I just check in. I just check in to make sure I get my free <laughs> crates of upgrades. But the majority okay, you of get those my, crates at work. Yeah, the majority of my playtime is before and after work. Okay. Yeah. What does Jess think about the game? Uh, she doesn't have direct feelings about it. Although mm-hmm. I did try to show her my. Uh, Street Racer Garage, and she was not yeah. impressed. Can you text me a link to this game after the pod? 
Definitely yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of interested. You might be getting me on it. I'm sorry, um, Vince. Yeah, no, it's it's cool. It's gonna fucking ruin my life. I have a feeling. Um, I'm. I love that um, Dom when he's walking in Cuba is carrying just like a. He's carrying a he, before right before he meets Charlie's Tehran. Who is an incredible part of this movie? I feel like mm-hmm. um, he's carrying a bag with just like one rose and one piece of French bread. In it. <laughs> yeah, oops. Like he went out and got groceries for dinner, and it's just like <laughs> it's like the most cliche. Like, what what is he carrying? <laughs> yeah, and he goes back, and Letty's like, "Really? That's all you got? You couldn't get anything useful?" Yeah, you could actually eat. <laughs> That we could act. Dom, what are you doing? Come on. Yeah. How do we feel about Letty in this movie? Um, I mean, I think she was doing pretty well. Um, hmm. What do I think about Letty this movie? Mm, all right, let's think. What happens at the beginning? They're hanging out in... Um, they hang out in Cuba. In Cuba. Then Dom gets kidnapped slash coerced. Then Letty's like, got to struggle through the pain of that, mm. basically the whole time. Yeah, okay. I feel like last movie she did a better job of showing her struggle. This one, Agree. she gets a yeah. This this movie, uh, yeah. Her her big struggle last movie was trying to find herself, understand her identity, and then eventually come to, um, whatever her reach her point of, whatever epiphany realization, just like. Getting mm-hmm. yeah, getting finding herself again, which was nice to watch her do mm-hmm. in the previous movie. This one, she yeah, uh, I felt like it was just Michelle's weakest performance basically mm-hmm. through the whole series. Um, even one where she's sort of stilted and just like, um, is that your dog or my dog? That's my dog over here. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we just, we just got a close range uh, ear flap. Yeah, a shake off. Yeah. yeah. Um. I feel like everybody was just super pissed at everybody else during this filming. And um, that, I think, probably telegraphed to their performances because uh, Michelle's a really good actress Mm -hmm. or actor, whatever. Um, And we've seen her be very good, and I thought she was not very good in this movie, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you. Um, it seems like the whole movie set up to create an opportunity for her to like really show um, some range and like a lot of pain and struggle and like have a whole arc of you know Dom's betrayal, but uh, didn't sell it very well for me. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, do you yeah, think? Didn't bite. Do you think any part of like that setup and sort of the movie that was created around her? Um, mm-hmm. Do you think any part of that? I know you said that Charlize Theron, aka Cipher, did a really Cypher. good job. Yeah. I mean, to me at least, like. Did you think so? Uh, no. Uh, a little disagree on the Cipher. Yeah. I, I'm okay. Unsure, I'm unsure how. Yeah, I think we touched on this before, but I'm unsure how scary Cipher is. Oh, interesting. She's not. She's not. She's kind scary. of a hipster. She's right? kind of a hipster, and like I'm thinking, I'm thinking right now about the like uh, when they go and attack the very secret Mister Nowhere base, and they uh-huh. do like the uh, 
yeah the dom and cypher kiss and how that is supposed to have like a really big effect on letty but like doesn't sell it for me like uh, right yeah i mean cypher is supposed to be not only the world's greatest hacker 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 um, but she also is now supposed to she's be... She's hacking the hacking device, yeah, you know? Yeah, she's caging the beast that is Dom Toretto and also right. sort of like, yeah, uh, yeah, sort of like using this sexual element to then take a stab at Letty and... Yeah, she gives Dom a smooch. It's not, a I wouldn't smooch. say she's like, yeah. Unnecessary, yeah. Sm- unnecessary smooch and that's why Dom... You felt it was too that. harsh. Yeah. Too much. I don't know. I thought here's here's how I feel about Charlie's character. I mean, I think I sort of agree with all the points you're making, but still feel that Charlize is by like an extraordinary amount the best actress in this movie mm. and is doing the best job basically. At like selling this kind of dog shit material <laughs> that they wrote for everyone. <laughs> right? It's not good, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Are the script gonna, is bad. Are we going to see her in the next movie? Yes. This is a word. There's good things happening in this next movie. Mm-hmm. Is how I feel. Um uh okay, so Charlie's is going to be in it. It's going to be directed by Justin Lin. Mm-hmm. We know. Yes. Um Dom is in it. From what I understand, The Rock is not in it. So I count that as a positive (laughs) at this moment. I mean, we're led to believe in this movie that The Rock retires from DSS. Yeah. And then, uh, I guess... uh, Which he has a horrible line at the end. That he's not going to work anymore. Yeah, daddy's staying home. Oh, why would you say that to your daughter, you gross man? Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. Um, um, but I sort of yeah. forget where he ends. I mean, supposedly Hobbs and Shaw happens immediately, immediately after this movie. I guess we'll find out next week. But I forgot where he. Yeah, ends I don't know if immediately in terms of his. Um, we haven't really talked about timeline in a bit. Yeah. Um, but he land in the beginning of Hobbs and Shaw. Like, where is he in life? Yeah, I, I assume he's not. Or career-wise, mm, to me, those are the same thing. Like the Hobbs, yeah. the Hobbs character to me is somebody who's perpetually sort of like being looped back into being a right military superhero. Right. Um, well, I think yeah, he is retired, and he like helps her at, with her homework at the diner or some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Ryan Reynolds has to like convince him mm. to come back. Yeah. As far as I remember, from my two times seeing that stupid fucking movie. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I'm pumped for nine. Basically, mm-hmm. it's sort of what I'm trying to say. Not really. Twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty coming up. It is April kind of coming up. April twenty twenty. Yeah. it's like really six months far away. It's like six months away. Hmm. Yeah. So what's that in in terms of in no one likes the tuna terms like two cycles? Uh yeah, Something just like about that. two cycles. Two, we're, we're two cycles away from brand new content, dude. We're done with this cycle. <laughs> oh my god, how fucked up is that? Yeah, I, yeah, it feels bad. Are we watching Hobbs and Shaw next week? I mean, my vote is N fucking O. <laughs> we already put it in this cycle. Oh, 
right? That's right. We did. It was part of our nine episode cycle. Mm. So fuck, fuck everybody else. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Great. We're gonna watch the skulls, which is what our Patreons voted on. Sick. Yeah, it's gonna be killer. Paul Walker and Joshua Jackson. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Max right. Ziskin, producer extraordinaire, is gonna join us. Oh, wonderful. I'm yeah. so stoked. I'm pumped. Also, um, do you want to do shoutouts? Uh, yeah. Let's do some shoutouts. Cool, man. Uh, do you want to kick us off this week? Uh, what do you got to shout out to? Yeah, I was struggling with my shout out this week. Um, mm-hmm. Every week, I'm supposed to shout out to something, a product, a service, um, mm-hmm. anything that I'd like to shout out to. Um, hmm. That is know. how it works. I'm having a hard time coming up with things rough to week. shout out to, yeah. to be honest with you. <laughs> I got all the shit I need. <laughs> But you know what? We need to like express some gratitude to the things in our life that are good. Mm-hmm. I think it's part of what shout outs is about. That's true. That's true. Um, and I'm going to give a nice little shout out to something in my life that I partake in on a probably more often than I should basis. Um, you ever have ice cream? Mm. I do have an ice cream once in a while. It's fucking great. <laughs> 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 it's really, really, really good. All of it. Do you have a flavor of choice? Uh, no, yeah. Based, yeah. yeah. Well, you walk up to Baskin Robbins, they've got 31 options. Like, oof. which one are you choosing? What do you gravitate toward? Not vanilla. Mm-hmm. I'm not a plain vanilla guy. Unless it's a dip, in which I do like vanilla, I don't like Ooh. a chocolate dip. Yeah, or a topping. If you if you put a mm-hmm. ice, yeah, if you put a vanilla ice cream on top of an apple pie, like that's the type of vanilla oh. I'm interested in. And one of the only times I get to eat ice cream with a fork, which is an activity I just delight in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sweet four prong imprint on the uh, yeah exactly. on the melting exterior of the ice cream. It's an extremely strange experience, but I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have a milkshake, which is an ice cream based, um, uh, drink beverage, mm-hmm. uh, I go for strawberry weirdly. Oh, do you, mm-hmm. do you prefer a, like a chunkier strawberry, something where it's mm-hmm. not just pink and you can get that? I do not. I want as pink as possible. <laughs> blended blended, blended to oblivion. Essence of strawberry. Uh, no strawberries actually are required to be pressed. I don't like the strawberries in the ice cream. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean in the... No, I like it in ice cream, but I don't like it in the shake. And the reason for that is I, it's the strawberry milkshake is the only time I use a straw mm-hmm. in my life. I don't use it any other time. And yet, it's always a frustrating experience because the fucking strawberries block the straw at the bottom. And then you're like sucking real hard. But then you sort of have to like get them off. You have, they're like too stuck in the straw and you have to sort of blow to like get them off yeah. the straw and then, and you then ri- start and then you drinking risk, again. Yeah, you risk the milkshake exploding in your face with the sort of... Oh, like, completely. Right, the completely. pressure builds up in the straw trying to release the uh, lodged strawberry at the bottom yeah it's bad (laughs) yeah i don't like that experience so i want you to fucking not have make the strawberry milkshake out of the ice cream without the real strawberries in it Mm -hmm. got it yeah basically uh that's what i got for shout outs this week very nice very nice Mm -hmm. um i guess i'll give a shout out to this is a two-part shout out 
let's mm-hmm. like a, let's a pro shout out and anti shout out, and you'll Love understand it. it in both ways. So yeah, um, one of the one of the awesome things about living in New York and living in Brooklyn is that yeah, in my neighborhood they. Um, the, the block associations will shut down blocks and they'll throw big block parties for the residents. You've told me about these block parties. Oh, yeah. Very fun. So mine was this, um, this Saturday. So yesterday and, um, it was fun. They, they put, they stapled, uh, I guess I don't know how to feel about this, but they stapled signs to all the trees. <laughs> They're like, all right. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> stapled signs to the trees. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're saying, oh yeah, uh, dress up your, dress up your house in the block colors, red or, uh, in yellow and green. And, uh, I was here last year for a block party and it was mm-hmm. nice to just have it blocked off and just have no cars on there. So we could, so I could ride my rollerblades around and just like, just hang out in the street. Um, this year there was a lot more participation, which I thought was really nice. Um, that's awesome, man. Yeah. A lot more neighbors around. And uh, a lot more kids around, and it was, uh, yeah, it was really fun. And we had a couple friends come over. We were hanging out on the stoop. It was a really nice thing for sort of our block association to set up. And, yeah, we had a really good time. That's cool. When I lived in Queens, um, there was an Italian festival that happened on Woodside Avenue. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, for 10 blocks, basically. They would, like, block off one avenue and, like, have this stupid Italian festival, which was, like, it was okay. It was just, like, mostly sausage and peppers carts, uh-huh. you know? Um, Oh, and then, like, Ramadan, they would block off 74th Street, like, a big section of 74th Street, and, like, there would be thousands of people outside praying. Whoa. Yeah, they, like, made an outdoor mosque, basically. For Ramadan, it was kind of crazy. It was awesome. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Yeah, that they sort of like create spaces for people who otherwise just see each other uh, just in passing. Um, yeah, just sort of totally hang agree. out. I will yeah, say though, totally agree. I will say though, as as awesome as it was to have the block blocked off, um, we had competing sound stages on each Ooh, side of the block, which no. was very painful. It's that like, sounds horrible. Oh my god! Both on each side of the street, they had set up um, just yeah, like professional professional level um, speaker systems, mm-hmm. and one side was playing um, just like uh, stuff that you would get at like a wedding, like a wedding wedding DJ stuff, just kind of like mm-hmm. dancey old like classics or whatever. Another side was playing like uh, top forty, like hip hop stuff, and mm-hmm. we're sort of like in the middle, like leaning toward the top forty side. And we but were you just can hear everything. Full, bl- yeah, we're getting full blast from both sides until balls. Yeah, you know, it's like nobody, nobody in particular had like a. I would have preferred if they had coordinated such that one, one, one side. At a certain hour and the other side at a certain hour so I could hear everything and not put things at once. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Have a plan. Right. Or like have a dude or lady who has a plan. Mm-hmm. Or you know? even or even after the first four hours of playing music over each other, just like somebody walk over, send an ambassador and just be like, look, 
I want to turn my stuff off for like two hours and then you go and then I'll go and then you go and then I'll go. (laughs) Sounds fucking awesome. Sounds like, you know what that sounds like, Daryl? A plan. (laughs) It sounds like a fucking plan. (laughs) Send an ambassador, make it happen. No need to play over each other for eight hours. Yeah, totally. Shout out to block parties. Shout out to block parties. Anti shout out to unplanning. Shout out to plans. You know? Um, here's one thing about Fast 8 or fa- I'm going to call it Fast 8 Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> Fate of the Furious Is a stupid name first of all um, I really had this feeling During watching this movie Which I was kind of I was I was very down on it When I first saw it two and a half years ago I remember feeling not good about it And then watching it now I was like oh, It's okay Um but I really got frustrated with, like, I didn't come here for the fucking typing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just got so frustrated with all these scenes of people, like, tip-tap, tip <laughs> Like, everybody's fucking hacking and typing and typing and hacking. Yeah. I'm just like, guys, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not here for this. Right. <laughs> like, also, find yeah. a... Also find a thesaurus. There's a there's a number of different words you can use instead of hacking. You can yeah. infiltrate. You can break down their system. You can do everything else, but just don't say hacking like ten times a movie. It's unnecessary. There was a moment where Ludacris and um, Ramsey uh, are hacking a thing, yes. <laughs> and Mister Nobody. <laughs> they're hacking God. They're trying to hack God's eye. Trying to hack the hacking device. Oh. Um. And Mr. Nobody's like, watch these two. I'm like, yeah, I, Mr. Nobody. <laughs> First of all, I know what's happening. You don't have to tell me every th- three seconds, like, what I should be doing. Yeah. And, and second of all, no, thank you. Like, I don't want to watch these two because what it is is, like, a stupid fucking scene of them, like, bullshit hacking. You know? Yeah. I'm not into that. Get in a car, fucking do something fun. I'm not into all the typing. There's too much. I think the funny part of that dynamic is that as useless of a situation is um, as that is, um, the introduction of Mister Nothing, um, our man, yeah. what's his name, Eastwood? Scott Eastwood, my man, um, my man, Scott Eastwood. Um, he for some reason balances like balances this out in like in a very very good way. Like he's really good in all the ways that you hate. <laughs> Mr. Nobody They're just like Oh they're like You know what Let's put in this guy Who's even worse than him Yes and Somehow yes. It's just like Boom it totally It's perfect I'm like, so Nothing, with you Daryl Mr. Nothing is the best He's so I'm great. so with you Daryl There's oh, yeah. no more Emblematic point To him balancing out This movie um, And not just Mr. Nobody But like this movie As a whole Than the fact that In the last sequence They're all like Fucking Romans in like an orange Lamborghini Tej is in a tank You know Letty's in some sort of like Beefed out Muscled whatever Mm -hmm. You know jacked up thing And like Mr. Nothing Scott Eastwood Like drives up in like a white sedan (laughs) (laughs) Oh 
that's so awesome. I did pick up on that on this watch. That's so amazing. It's so good. He like he goes through this whole song and dance of like smashing the case where all the keys are, uh-huh. and it's like no more rules. You know, he's like I'm finally on board. And the thing, his heart's content. Like his dream is like I love my white sedan. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm big on Scott Eastwood. Yeah. I think he's really good in this movie. Um, he's not like a good actor. I don't mean to say that. Mm. I don't but think I've seen him in any other movies. Have I, I have a feeling he did a horse movie. Okay, all right. Much like our friend Lucas Black. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, um, like the last ride or something. <laughs> that, that sounds like Fast and the Furious Nine, the last ride. Um, the longest ride. The longest ride. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's go through Scott Eastwood a little bit. Let's what's happening. He is the son of Clint Eastwood. Correct. So that's one thing. Uh, he did a surfing movie called Chasing Mavericks. Oh, I do like mm-hmm. a nice surfing movie. Uh, he's been in a lot of movies with his dad. Mm. He, um, the longest ride was sort of his breakout role. Hmm. With, uh, I don't know, Alan Alda, I guess, is in this movie, weirdly. I like. Yeah, that's about it. I'd like to, I'd like to see more of him, I think. What? I'd like to see more of Scott Eastwood. Yeah, there's a movie called Overdrive, which we should maybe watch. Mm. Sounds like a movie I may or may not have already watched, but I don't remember. Oh, it's... interesting. Yeah. Hmm. It is a 2017 um, action thriller starring Scott Eastwood and nobody else. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. I was. Oh, he's in Pacific Rim too. Also. So. Uh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I unfortunately have. I don't think it's really worth going into. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It's always offered on like um, Delta flights. I feel like so it's like, oh, we watch this movie. It's like yeah. I feel like I don't want to watch that movie. I need to watch Delta... it on like a nice TV, which I don't have. Yeah, Delta feels like the most Fast and Furious oriented airline. You know? <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we would think of it like United is United. Like, if the Fast and Furious franchise was an airline, um, hmm. what would it be? I mean, United, they do they do punch people. Emirates? Emirates. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else you got? Um, I, yeah. I, so, as far as Hobbs, I... Uh-huh. I feel like I maybe was I not paying attention, but how did he become a good guy so quickly? Hobbs or um, oh, sorry, uh, Shaw two Deckard. Yeah. Um, I thought the last time we saw him, he was put away by Hobbs in that maximum maximum yep. security thing. Yep. And, and we it. then we meet him in prison. We meet him in prison, and he trash talks. Uh, Hobbs, and then they both escape, and then all of a sudden he's a good guy, because the enemy of my enemy is my friend. 
Uh, I know it's sort of fucky and not doesn't make a lot of sense, right? Right. That's yeah. That's like, uh, what happened here? He like he does actually like not like Hobbs, but for some reason he doesn't actually he doesn't have any um, lingering beef with Mister Nobody or like the family. The family who multiple members he murdered. Yeah. Right. He killed Han. He killed Han. Why he killed he wanna, Han. Why doesn't he want to kill everybody on the crew? Um, uh, this I don't really understand. Right. And then Owen Shaw, Shaw 1, who is also in this movie, um, killed Giselle. Yeah. And we're all cool with him, too. Apparently. And then, yeah, and then Decker gets to show up to the barbecue because he saved the baby. Yeah, that's fucking ludicrous. I feel like, no, you're still not allowed, dog. Like, No, it's like, yeah, thanks, but go back to prison, go please. Back to, go back to prison, yeah. Like, yeah. I get it, you were yeah, exiled MI6 or whatever, but it doesn't add up. The scales sort of are not in balance right now. You haven't, yeah. made, it, you haven't made it right, I don't think. Decker. No, definitely not. And, I, you know, that's why they spun off Hobbs and Shaw, so that he could still be in the franchise, you know, and make the money. Yeah. Um, what do we think about the baby? First of all, R.I.P. Elena. Yeah, wow. I Yeah. That sort of took me a surprise. I, yeah, me too. I saw it, and I was like, whoa. I had to write it down. I was like, is she dead, dead? It'd be wild if she, like, came back with amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> and Don would be like, not again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't tell That'd somebody cool. they love you. Yeah. You gotta show them. All right. Uh, so, R.I.P. Elena, what do we think about the baby? And specifically the baby sequence where Shaw is saving the baby in the plane. Ooh. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought it was awesome. I can't fight it. Yeah, dog. So the thing about it is I I think last weekend I watched John Wick 1 and 2 and I was actively engaged in a um like who are like the tier A action heroes and mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves is on there. Oh, um, he's like the action star of our generation basically. But also um yeah, Tom Cruise on there. Uh-huh. Big Tom. Jason Statham is on there. Uh, does he have to be? Yeah, I think he I think he does. I think he does. His action Ooh. scenes are amazing. He drives, he shoots, he has hand-to-hand combat. He carries yeah. he can carry a movie, multiple movie franchises. I just hate quality. the like You know, I hate as much as I hate Hobbs's like I'm a fucking American and this is America, brother. Like that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. I equally hate the like, we just don't go to London. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, I hate that. Yeah. yeah. Fucking shit. You know? Um, And I felt like the baby thing was like full of that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I like the baby Basically. thing. I, I think in that scene, I I really liked his use of props. Heralding back to the sort of like the fight scene from Jackie Chan. Jackie I can't Chan. get on board with this. Props are sweet, dude. Using props I can't in fights. Yeah, awesome. fine, 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 fine. But what they did with the baby scene 
is they took like the one serious thing in this movie, which is like the stakes, right? Mm-hmm. Dom's baby is in danger. Okay. And they turn it into like a joke that's like, you know, like a Benny Hill kind of thing. So I didn't like that aspect. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck them. I mean, I also, I feel like the the last few scenes of the movie moved really quick over time and place. Totally. Right? So we're we're led to believe that after save or after saving the, or after yeah shooting everybody on the plane that Shaw the Shaw brothers then successfully land the plane in New York. I guess so. And then take care of a baby because the pilots are dead, right? Uh, or something. I think the pilots well, aren't not. shot, but they're definitely being held hostage. Mm-hmm. And they must land in New York and then take care of this baby for who knows how long until... Okay, here would be a good idea, maybe. What if the Shaw brothers weren't in New York at the end and flew the plane somewhere and got away and then they're like the double Shaw villains in Nine? Oh. That would have been maybe good. Yeah. And... The- yeah. And then they what are sort you saying that they, like they didn't give the baby back? Oh, I forgot about the baby. Right? <laughs> they can escape with the plane. I forgot about the baby part. The baby. And therefore the What if they just like not threw it out the plane window with a parachute on or something? Shoot a harpoon shoot a harpoon at um Charlize Theron and then attach the baby to it and then they will be met up together and parachute down yeah. together. Yeah. That would work. I don't know. I just thought it was sort of like... I liked them when they were villains. Like, let's have some fucking villains in this movie, yeah. you know? Yeah, don't convert like, everybody. I get it that Dom is gravity, but don't convert every bad guy into a good guy. Totally. Let's have some bad guys, some long-standing ones, because... What? Let's think about this. Ramos... Right? Or Braga. Braga, 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 Braga. Braga Braga sort of helps Paul Walker, although he's kind of like a villain also. Uh, Still. All right, Hobbs, who's an antagonist for sure in the Mm -hmm. beginning of Five, turns into a family member. Mm -hmm. Owen Shaw turns out to help them. That's from Six. Deckard Shaw from Seven turns out helps them. Mama Shaw from eight turns out helps um Dom directly in this movie. Helps Dom directly in this movie and helps um or like is a part of Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like she's has an emotional like storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's sister. Fuck. Hmm. It's a fucking sister. God damn it, that fucking movie's so bad. <laughs> 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 that's so bad. Uh, I'm ready for nine, like return to form. Yeah, that's all I got my fingers crossed for. Like Justin Lin, save our souls, please, for the love of God. Do you think we're gonna see the guy, the bad guy from Cuba, back? So he helped. I fucking hope not. He helped in this movie, and he's presumably on the team as sort of like a uh, uh, mm-hmm. whatever. Tego and Omar. Yeah, and Tego and Armar had a little had a little moment in this movie they had too. A moment too, but it seems like yeah, this guy is now sort of like in the club, I guess, because he earned Dom's respect. Yeah, come on, know. I'm not into it. Come on, 
He's not that convincing. No, he's not convincing at all. I think Charlize should come back. I basically think Braga should come back. Interesting. Wait, is he dead? No, he was in prison last time we saw him in six. Yeah, but prison, but got stabbed by Brian. Yeah, but what's a not little dead. stabbing? Yeah, a little stab, yeah. not dead. Not dead. Mm. Yeah. Is Braga the baddest villain right now? Or Cypher? Well, Cypher. I guess. Neither one of them drive. Yeah. I know. It is horrible. Right? I feel like Get the villains in the fucking cars. Right. Charlize can drive, can't she? She can drive. I'm sure she's capable of it. However, she just sat in a fucking plane this whole movie and mm-hmm. typed on a weird keyboard. You know? Yeah. Get her in a car. She can do they it. They had a lot of different keyboards. <laughs> right? Like, a lot of different Ooh, styles of keyboard scary. in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like a spooky light-up keyboard. Let me, give fucking, vo- like... let me give voice commands to God's Eye 2. We'll see if we can unpack yeah. this thing. Oh, God. It's horrible. Yeah. Anyway, um, what do you, where can you, you get, um, where we have a Twitter, right? Uh, I believe so. At Nolt Podcast, N O L T T. Uh huh. Um, yeah, where else? You can send us an email. No one likes to join yep. a podcast. Gmail.com. We have a Facebook question mark? We do have Facebook. <laughs> it hasn't been updated. I, <laughs> mentally, I feel like I'm going to redeem myself in cycle two and really get some good Facebook content out there. Do a post every week. I got to do a post every week. You got to do a post every week? It doesn't have to be like beautiful. Just like post some shit up there, man. I need to post. Like let's engage with our listeners. Yes. It needs to be done and I haven't been doing it. Speaking of engaging, I've been pretty active or trying to be pretty active on Patreon and like posting some stuff up there, just like pictures of us or polls or um, maybe some early episode access. Um, we got to do some of those Resident Evil movies for those people also. I'm ready for yeah. that. We can get some of those out. Yeah, let's get some of those out. Let's see. Next week is the Skulls. Yeah, we'll schedule it. Okay. We'll figure it out. Maybe we'll do like a midweek watch and record. I'm down. Kind of thing. I feel like I yeah, could, I'm down for. I feel like I could watch one of those. Yeah, they're you can chew through them. They're like an hour and a half. Nice. Yeah, um, and then so that'll be up on Patreon exclusively. Those episodes. Uh, so if you want to like check them out, you know, come join. Throw us a buck or two. It's pretty good. And then. Oh, iTunes. Fucking just do it, you know? If you can. Listen to us. If you got a man. Us. It is, in the end of the day, very helpful for getting our it getting is. our podcast it is. out there. And we love doing this for you guys, you know? There's no doubt. But, um, yeah, so, like, tell us how you feel about us, you know? That's it. Sounds like your dinner's ready, bro. Is that me? <laughs> <laughs>